When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Talkback time with Smithy. Call now 0800 150 811. Yes, 0800 150 811 is the number, and I really do feel at home now because uh, Dean from Dunedin's called up. Dean, uh, I've missed you, so uh, what have you got on your mind, mate? First of all, Smithy, all the best 2023. Welcome back. Well, if Rennie's been sharp, that I haven't heard that, but I probably did see it coming, to be brutally honest, because that's how Aussies do things. But we need to sort of agree that um, we need to do the same thing here. Like, Forster's record, mate, we're going to start the year. like We, we want to win this World Cup, and he's just, everything he's doing is wrong. And he's got Ryan in there now that's starting to address a few things. His record is the worst we've ever had. Last year has to be the worst in all black history. How the hell has he still got his job? No one else would have their position in New Zealand sport. What has he got over, whoever's the powers that be that keep him there? Or is it Razor saying, I need one more season to get Matt Todd ready for the Crusaders to take over my position because he's a good bugger and he wouldn't leave them in a position of uncertainty with Ryan gone. We just need... Why don't they tell us that Razor's signed up for 2024 and then we can sort of live a little bit happier in the rugby world? But oh, we don't know. That's the thing. We just don't know. Well, uh, the way I've uh, read it from overseas and a, a lot of the headlines and, and the issues around that now are, are Razor Roberts. And I, I just sort of a, assumed that that was the case, and so am I wrong in that, Dean? Well, I don't know. No one's... I, I, I haven't read or heard that it's definite that he has signed something for 2024. I sure as hell hope he has, because we can't in New Zealand rugby afford a man of his vision to leave. Like, I'd like to think maybe Tony Brown could be approached, for because he does things different with the back line. But at the moment, I don't know. I don't, we don't know what we don't know, but at least Ryan is in there now, and Smith will do a good job. But Foster's just seeing out his contract, and he, he everything he does is wrong. Like the backs are still a shambles, and he's taking over the back line. That's the problem. The forwards are going good, but we still haven't got Smith at halfback, McKenzie at first five, Barrett at 12. I would have liked to have seen Tupai here, but he got taken out. Barrett at 13 for me. And uh, Rico on one the left wing where he should be. Severi Reese, the best defensive winger probably in New Zealand rugby history on the right wing. And Will Jordan at fullback. And in the reserves, I'll just have Weber and Bowden Barrett too. And I'll have as many impact forwards on the bench as I can possibly get because the backs. They all, the, all those other guys that I've named, they can cover the other positions if there's an injury. So two's enough. And we have Fords, not Akira, not Hoskins. Jacobson, I'm really looking forward to seeing his super season because I think he can be the, the number eight. 
Artie put him back at seven. Sam Whitelock, captain. And the rest can just stay the same. Dalton really, really clipping at Artie's heels. He had a great end-of-year tour. Has to stay somewhere. But if Artie... Artie's just Artie, isn't he? Like, he's, he is a goat of New Zealand rugby. Everything the man does, you've got to admire. Well, uh, Dino, um, nice to, to hear from you, mate. Um, thank you very much for uh, your contribution there. And, uh, yeah, well, uh, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, we know now that um, uh, Ian Foster is, is there. Um, and uh, we just uh, I think we're just falling behind because um, uh, we wanted to win. Um, I wanted to win anyway. Uh, I think most genuine rugby supporters around the country want them to win as well, Dean. Thanks very much for your call. Uh, let's head to Michael from uh, the beautiful Tutakaka. Michael, good morning to you. Happy New Year, Smithy, and uh, congratulations on uh, the new uh, um, pathways and challenges you've got coming ahead. And um, you've done a great service to sport in New Zealand, and I wish you all the best for the future and look forward to seeing you in the cricket. Um, I wanted to pick up on a point you made um, all like uh, in the top, whatever six coaches are now being back to um, being like naturalised citizens of their of their countries that are coaching their teams. Do you think that that's just made it a lot harder, and, and we've come full circle, and it's made it a lot harder for the likes of say Razor or whoever to get a job with a tier one nation now because these tier one nations all seem to be going back to having locals doing the job because they understand the people and the culture and all of that. I think there's some of that there, Michael. I, I, I'm not quite sure whether it's just a coincidence or whether it's it's something that um, that uh, rugby unions are starting to look a little bit more closely at. And I tend to think that they might be. I mean, Steve Borthwick is, is a, an accomplished coach, but he, you know, they're taking a punt. He hasn't coached anything like a, a, an England side at a World Cup, but he's an English former English player and he's an Englishman through and through. Uh, if you read the comments uh, from. Uh, Hamish McLennan, who is the, the the boss of Australian rugby, his was very much pro-Australian, pro having an Australian uh, back at the helm. Uh, he called him the greatest coach in the world, but he said he's our man because he's one of us. And you, you can you can kind of think, Michael, that uh, that is starting to be a, a little bit more part of the brief. Although, um, having said that, if you've got an absolute standout and you haven't got anyone within your country who, be- who believe has got the credentials, you've got to go outside, don't you? Uh, but maybe well, it's a factor, I mean, if yeah. You look, if you look at Razor, right, take him for, as an example. I mean, the hot money, you know, all over um, with you guys last year talking to all the hosts was that Razor was, you know, in line to get the England job. I'd say he came nowhere close to getting it, right? Now, that, that in itself, you know, tells a story. And, and maybe... You know, unless he wants to go to a, and I don't think he'd, you know, they're going to say, for example, Japan's going to um, replace Joseph and Tony Brown with someone like Razor. So unless he goes to a USA or a Georgia and these other countries are, are sticking with their own kith and kin, like where is he going to go? You know, like maybe the All Blacks is the only place and that's where he will end up and that's why the, you know, <laughs> dare I say this, the rugby union might have played their cards really well on this, you know, as it's all panned out. Like, there's no doubt in my mind um, Dave Greeny would still be coaching Australia if Eddie hadn't got the arse out of the UK, right? There's no doubt in my mind about that. Would you stomach a a non-New Zealander coaching the All Blacks, Michael? No, I don't think this country would. Not Not on any level, because you look at, you know, you're talking to Mertz 20 minutes ago, 
look at the number of Kiwis that are overseas coaching and in, in club competitions, I I think you know no, I don't think we're I don't I think we're I don't think we're ready for that. Would the Australians um, have a um, a non-Australian coaching their cricket team? I doubt it. Would Baz no, get the job are. at Aussie cricket? Well, if he knocks him over in the ashes um, in England, God only knows. But at, at this point in time, you're dead right. They're Australians through and through when it comes to the cricket side of things. And uh, when they went for Langer, I don't think they ever... When they went for Langer's throat and got rid of him, no, I don't think at any stage they were contemplating anyone from, from overseas. Really good, po- really good point you raised, uh, Michael. Thanks for your call. Um, but it, it may well just be a fact that uh, people are starting to look for blood in terms of their own blood uh, at the helm of their of their teams. Might be a, an interesting point. Zaid, uh, g'day Zaid. Uh, Happy New Year to you, mate. So Happy New Year. Um, so are you um, joining, is it Fox to do the cricket? Is that what, is that what happening? No, no, not at all. I just had a, a six or seven week stint over there. Um, out of the blue, oh. really, it happened. So um, uh, from that point of view, it was just a, um, a one-off, mate. So it was a lot of fun, though. So will you not be doing any commentary at all now? Because you finished with Sky, so will you not be doing oh, no, any well, commentary? Oh, no, okay. I, I won't be doing any... Um, I don't think I'll be any, doing any sporting commentary in New Zealand, no, because um, um, yeah. Spark um, and TVNZ have got their own commentary teams. Um, I won't be doing any rugby, so um, and that was one of the reasons I, I made the decision, Zade, is because that's what I want to do. I want to travel the world, um, and um, and also I, I, I just I love commentating cricket, mate. You know, there's one thing in, so you, you will love be doing in your life slightly more. Yeah, I, I think so. so. I, I think I I can see myself doing some, perhaps uh, some World Cup work for the ICC, and uh, who knows uh, what else might turn up. There's so much cricket on, Zade. You know, you only have to pick up. Or go on stuff, yeah. or, or go on a, a cricket website. There's a game every day, right, somewhere around the world, um, and most of them are on television. That's the, the good um, news. I've been enjoying the Big Bash lately. There's um, there's a new fast bowler I think on the um, another fast bowler that looks pretty good for Australia. Spencer Johnson for the Brisbane Heat. Okay. He's got some, got some gas. Yeah, he looks real fast. But, I think he he was up around 150, and I reckon he looks a bit like uh, Mitchell Johnson. Um, they've been saying on the commentary, but um, that <laughs> game was good last night. Maddie, Maddie Remshaw only just got the Brisbane Heat home. That's my um, team, obviously, because Brendan McCullum joined them back in the day, and I've been to the old game at the Gabba, so I've always enjoyed watching the Heat. They're not the easiest watch, but um, they're, they're, always, they're always pretty exciting. You know, it's all, always um, six or out pretty much, most of the team, but it's good um, having Kawaja as the captain and... Um, Seeing Lobbershane there as well, which is quite good, but I always enjoy watching Big Bash. Pretty much try and watch every game, so it's always on at a good time, quarter past nine or whatever it is, so it goes for a few hours, but I've been loving the Big Bash. And on um, Dave Rennie, while 38% winning record, you, you don't deserve to have the job with that record, so simple as he gets he gets the boot and they've done the right thing, and um, yeah, give Eddie Jones a go, um, and he gets the coaches... Um, own country again, and um, I think Aussie's going to have a good World Cup with him as coach, and um, I think they'll probably challenge a few teams if, it, if Eddie Jones can get it right. I think you're right, Zade. I, I think um, I, I think if Eddie Jones can get them playing for him, uh, I think there's a, there's a chance that uh, they will, uh, I think they'll be on the right track. I think they've got a, a real possibility of of going better than they have been, that's for sure, Zane. Hey, great to hear from you, mate, and uh, 
Uh, I actually uh, should have said before to Michael from Matutakaka, thanks very much for your, your good wishes and your kind comments. Yako uh, from Auckland, good morning to you, sir. Hey, how are you doing there, Smitty? Good to you. Yeah, good, good to you back on the radio. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I was just giving, I was just giving a call regards to this Eddie Jones appointment. Um, uh, I think, man, I think this actually works right into Eddie's Eddie's hands. I mean, obviously, us us at the Springboks, we had the exact same situation. Obviously, a bit longer with with Rashi when he came in. And I think, I think it's it's actually it actually puts us. I mean, it's obviously it's unfortunate that Dave Rennie goes, but I think for for Eddie Jones to come in and he's got you know. 10 months or whatever to build something. I think in a way it kind of suits him. He can't overcomplicate it. He gets back to, to the basics, picks his best team. I think we'll obviously see, he'll obviously push, I suppose, to get a, to get a lot of access to a lot of Australians playing overseas, exactly like Rossi did, get them playing, coming back to play there, you know, allow, interne- allow their players that are overseas to be eligible to play for the Aussie team because he'll need all the players that he can get. And I think... He, he might, he might, you know, he might, he might have the same impact that obviously Rashi did with us with the Springboks. I, I look, I, I tend to think that that you're right there, and I go back to the point about um, if you're in trouble and you've got a guy from your own country who you believe can do the job, I think they're going to start going back to that a little bit more. Yako, um, South Africa are, are a great case in point because um, whatever happens to them in the interim periods, you know, at World Cup time they're going to be lethal, and they have a host of them, and, um, you know, they've had a history with the, the uh, Nick Mallets there. Jake White, who I understand is health's not too good, so I hope uh, he's feeling better. Uh, and Rasio Rasmus, as you say, uh, just a string of uh, successful coaches over the years uh, who have uh, true South Africans and have got, you know, this, uh, this wonderful performance when it comes to the crunch, so... Hi, mate. Yako, don't be a stranger. Thank you very much for your call. I uh, enjoyed talking to you, and uh, please call again anything uh, on any matter at all, and uh, particularly uh, when the Springboks are around. Love to hear from you, mate. Thank you.